Hello, and uh, welcome to episode 108 of the Just a Bit Late podcast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Just a bit. Just a bit late. Just a bit. Sorry. Just a tad bit. <laughs> Sorry this episode took a little bit. <laughs> Life. Life. Life, man. Stuff <laughs> the happens. Under, the understatement of a millennia. Gosh, damn. The understatement of 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, right? <laughs> Sam. Yeah. Was that me? That was me because I'm still connected. I'm going to turn down that. That was you. Um, so proud of you. How are you, my friend? Doing okay. I mean, as you kind of like, you know what? Let me just drop them. Probably getting divorced, friends. So I'm just going to drop it here on the cast and that way people know. And I think we're likely headed that way. So life is changing a lot for me. And with that, I have to figure things out. Send your nudes to attention, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yeah. At, no. But so as much as that is hard. Brent Simmons at, no. Yeah. But, you know, I have gotten to a healthier place with it. Yes. Um, but that's why there was obviously some. This year has been a growing experience oh, for everybody in Right? Growth, man. Growth. It is yeah. hard. Ew, it's a dirty, nasty little growth. Yeah. You should cut that off. Well, you know, <laughs> she's, excising her, she's excising herself. So <laughs> I don't have to do that. Um, other other than that yes. piece of horrible news yeah. that we all wish you the best. We Thank all you love so you. much. You I, are... I appreciate it. Just um, for being real. How are you? I'm actually pretty good. good. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm as I've tell, been telling a lot of people here recently. I'm like riding tidal waves. I hit like really highs and I hit really lows, and they just kind of come and go. And I don't really know when that's going to happen or what's going to trigger or what's going to you know where it's going to come from. But I'm finding ways to navigate them, and I will say. Thank you to all my wonderful family, my wonderful friends, and just everybody that has supported me during this time that I have reached out to because it has been a shitstorm and it has been terrible and I would not recommend it for anybody. Um, and I will obviously, if you ever need something back from me, I'll hopefully can be there for you in a presence of some sort because man, oh man, I couldn't have made it without the people in my life. And so I appreciate everybody so much. Um, but I am riding those tidal waves up and down and just kind of, you know, feeling out things. And um, I feel like a new version of myself. It's a very odd to kind of be like, wow, I am who I am. But I'm actually now not being a married guy anymore. Being single, moving into that place is kind of like a this is my next path. And Sing, a single dad, a hot single dad. Maybe. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Put it out there. Uh, I don't feel that way necessarily, but you know, regardless, I'm going to help you set up a dating profile. No, Brian. thank you. No, thank you, please. But I, I'm it's hitting grinder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I shouldn't have said anything. Let's, let's stop and start the podcast over. Like, Oh, oh. I should have. I, I just opened the can of worms on this cast, but I, to be honest, Brandon has been a, a fixture with other oh, friends and stuff that bullshit. has been, <laughs> no, you have very much so of being present and there for me in very hard times, and I have appreciated it. And there's definitely times you've pulled me out of my um, despair, to say the least, to kind of just, you know, give me a boost and have a little positive reinforcement. And I feel like I'm getting back to myself, which is nice. That's good. But it's a new me. That's and so it's you. like, yeah, it's a new me to kind of just say... And things that are, I'm like, man, I, I hit like a, a fork in the road that I'm like, I've never had to navigate this situation before. And how do I actually feel about this now? Because I used to just say 100% self-sacrifice myself for the good of my wife and kids. That was right. how I always felt about most every situation. Um, and now it's kind of like, well, for my kids, absolutely. Right. That's it. But like, then what do I do about 
some of the other areas that I used to sell. I'll be your wife. Oh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll make sure that Monica's okay with that first. Uh, Might want to check with her. But that's a trend on um, TikTok right now. Oh, is it's that? A, it's a the fil- it says it's uh, women that are filming my husband with his mistress. Oh. And it's always, it's them usually with, with their best guy friends. <laughs> <I do, laughs> yeah. Just like all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and it's, yeah, it's been interesting. And um, heck, I... Yeah, I'm well, in a good spot. Well, other than the support from your friends and family, yeah, has there been anything in your face yeah, that's been helping face. you with stuff? So, you know, funny you should say it. So um, for those of you, oh gosh, I can't have many years ago that watched Squid Game back in the day. Yeah. Like, what was, I don't was, know, that, was that COVID? I mean, it might have been. Like Squid Game came out. Talk, I'll look. And <laughs> I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I just found it, you know, fun to watch and just like, you know, kind of something I could kind of absorb myself with at the time. Um, well, now they have a challenge on Netflix that is kind of a survivor setup type, you know, situation, but with the Squid Game rules and man. 2021. 2021. Wow. Second year of COVID. Crazy. Well, the challenge has been, it, it's just engrossing. It's just like anytime, like, well, they have... They had kind of released it in chunks where I think they did four episodes or five episodes, and then they just released, like, dropped the next, like, four episodes, and then the final finale is going to be released sometime in December. But I've been just, like, each of them, because I'm just, like, I love... You sign up for it? I would love to. <laughs> I, but this, like, there's, like, a mental concept. that It feels like people that are playing... Um, like One Night Werewolf or right. Secret Hitler, because they're like trying to be like see everything. Good game. I need to play that. Oh, they're so good. But it's like you know, with it starts off with like 456 people, yeah. and then they play the, a lot the games that are in Squid Games, but along with other challenges when they're in the dorm room. Because obviously, some of the stuff if you've watched the show, there's stuff that happens in the dorm that they can't replicate for good reason. Well, you mean they don't do red light, green light, and people get shot? In the no, face. they do. Do people get shot in the face? Not in the face. Not in the face. Um, they do play those games, though. Right. And people get eliminated. But they um, don't get eliminated. Right. They don't get eliminated. I actually, it was funny because I was watching it with one of my kids. And I was like, those are poison paintballs that they're shooting them with. <laughs> and they're like, really? And I'm like, no, they're not. Um, but, like, they have just brought this concept here. And some of the games they play, I'm just like, I love this mind game that they're, like, playing with these people. And it's, like, really upsetting, you know, individuals in the show. Like, there's one guy that literally almost like pukes on the like one episode. And I'm just like, man, I, I kind of am all in on this. I love <laughs> it because it's putting these people under so much stress. And I'm like, yeah, that would be tough. And I mean, they've got the dorms. I mean, like these people aren't seeing the outside world. They don't know what time like night and day is. They're just right. following these things. And then just some of the things they have done has been ver- have been very smart for the ways that they introduce eliminations and different factors like that. And oh my gosh, it's I have just loved it. I have loved it. They there is a little part of that they linger a little too long on the reaction shots that I feel like they do that on all reality shows where people get eliminated where they're like, look at that, look at that, and then look at this. And I'm like, man, I wish they would maybe cut that down a little bit, but right. you know, it's still reality television basically. But I've been really enjoying it. Um and the other thing that now granted, this is a kind of what's in my face. Um not the typical one, but I threw Thunder Games Nine. Thunder yes. Games Nine. Yes, uh, I did. It, I did in not the bag. No, br- sadly, Brandon did not. We had a new champion. Yeah. Tom, congratulations. Which, which, I don't know. Did you hear me yelling at Tom the whole time? So from the first. I think I did. So what was the first? Um, the first tournament game. The ring. The ring toss. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was because he got he was really good at it. Yeah. And afterwards, I said to him, he goes, yeah, it's about the only thing I'm going to be good at here tonight. And I said, Tom, I believe in you. I think you could win this. And he <laughs> gotcha. goes, no. I was like, no, you need to have faith in yourself. And he just yeah. kept rolling his eyes. Yeah. So then every event that I saw him doing, I would walk up and like, did you do your best? And uh -huh. he was like, yes. I'm like, Tom, I think you can do this. Yeah. And he just kept going, okay, whatever. It's like, I'm serious. Yeah. I believe in you. Every step of the way. And then when I got eliminated from the the Jackbox game, yeah. and I realized Tom was still in it behind me, I looked, I started looking at him like, this bro. Could, this could happen. And he's like, and he was smiling, and then he moved on. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, I'm like, Tom's going to win this. And I kept telling him, I'm like, you got this. And he was, and he kept yeah. like saying, stop. I'm like, you have yeah. this. He goes, no, because whatever we do after this, I'm like, stop with that attitude. That you need a positive attitude. And then when, as soon as he won it, the first thing I I told you, yeah. I told you yeah. you could win this. Oh, and it was a great year. I mean, so we had a brand new male champion, Tom, Justin returning placer, if you know, like first or second, like, and then a brand new female champion, my, yep. my co-partner at, you know, St. Luke's East, uh, Amy, she took the best female trophy. And so I was like, congratulations to these new winners. I hope I see you back next year. Um, and I think the warrior right moves is going to be a blast for people to like compete in tournament right. against each other next year. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know, you were, you know, I, I run it, you were a participant. Yep. How, how do you feel? I about thought that it, this it was, year? so because you had a different location than normal. Yeah. Um, I think it forced you to do a couple of things a little differently Yeah. and it was, it felt a little different, but it was fun. Yeah. And my wife came, so it was new. So it was Love a it. different experience for me. Yeah. Because I had a little more. Because you were competing against her. Against her, but I, there was a. I love it watching her get into things. Yeah. And she's a very competitive person. She was telling me and about she, that. Was she? Yeah. She was like. Because I asked her what she thought, and she's like, well, it's a little frustrating because <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> so I want to win this all. She, she was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm like, at all. And I was like, you have to do things. And yeah. she, she kept telling me, I won't do anything. And so it started with the, the, the one that got her was the typing challenge. Yeah. Because she did it. And then she saw other people's Steve scores. Steve and Jack, you missed out. And she got mad. And then she did it again. And so then it was. And then yeah. she she really liked micro, um, uh, Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder. And yeah. we watched. She's like, I want to play it. Well, you're playing it because yeah. it's. And then it just everything turned yeah. into. And she kept like. I'm trying to decide if I need to go do a second version or do it again. <laughs> I love like it. All this other stuff. And I was like, and I love the idea of like, I want people to be able to take another turn, but they right. have to realize yep. that it's going to cancel out that run. Yep. So if you score, you know, if you do worse, that's your new score. I, it was an, an excellent, I can't even remember when that rule came around when I was like, how do I allow people to play again, but not have to be like, now I've got to look at both scores and see which one got better. And I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. Is perfect, and there was a crank game with yes. a good old play date. She really liked. That. She liked. She liked root, Everybody root that played root beer. Yeah. Root beer really liked it. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you to Brandon. Thank you. For, yeah, helping oh, me get I, that yeah, loaded yeah, yeah, up. No I I couldn't have done it what without was, him. What was funny was James at yeah. one point goes. I think I figured this out. This is like after everybody was done playing it, he was like, "Look, I think there's a yeah." And then he like for like several times in a row, but then it stopped working, and then he was like. Thought I had this figured out. Yeah. But I don't think I might be right. <laughs> yeah. like, I've got the well. So there's like there's three top scores in there, and the top one is a hundred. I haven't broke a hundred dollars yet because you you get money for like how right. well you pour. And I just the bears expression. So this are, is a this is a mini playdate update. This is a playdate game. This is a little mini playdate, and it's game. a bear that's filling 
root beer glasses of root beer root root beer root beer but it foams a lot so like you and you use the crank to slowly pour it but then you have to stop it and you can't overflow to the line that you're supposed to the bear's expressions and the the bear's expressions (laughs) fantastic if you get it wrong if you get it not like well poured he's like it goes or something like that and he just makes this real sad face and then if you nail it it's like this like and he does like this like Like, okay sign yeah and just the like smuggest smile i think i've ever seen on a bear's face and then if you overpour it he lets you know yep he He screams (laughs) so but so 100 is the the highest i haven't beat that yet but i've got the two next highest scores and the name that i have put down papa bear nice yeah yeah. what was funny was when everybody was done playing that um casey friend yeah uh, justin friend of the show his wife because it was i told her and i couldn't remember how much he paid for the play date Mm -hmm. and i went i'm pretty sure it was like 350 or 400 dollars and she goes i can't remember well she goes that's really expensive and i was like well he kick-started it it was like this whole process she's like okay and she's like, man, I was going to see if Justin would get one of these, but I don't know if I want to pay that. And I'm, so I sit there, and then I Googled it, and then I showed her what the actual price was. And she goes, okay, I might do that. How much was it? <laughs> it was like 190 something or maybe. Yeah. And just for little things, like, that's an experience that I'm like, you can't find an, no. an experience where, like, I mean, granted, you could press buttons and fill right. up a glass, but, like, a crank. The, the crank I was is, like, it just is we've, we've done some of the Playdate games here yeah. uh, when you brought it over. And it's like, okay, it seems novelty-ish, but whatever. Yes. But that game was a great was example perfect. of how to use it yeah. perfectly. And two bucks. So, But, uh, well, good. So, overall, if you had to rate this 0 to 10 for this year's Thunder Games, what would you give it? And be honest. Because I'm sitting across from you. 8.2. Okay. What would, you, what would be some of the things to get it to, you know, raise that score? Say same location next year, too. Same location? I figured it was going to be same location next year. Maybe not, but... Um, think. I, I, and, and I know it was kind of a last-minute venue yes. change. Yeah. So I think the you you relied a little too heavy on the iPad. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was I probably that. one of my... I And I get it. This is a venue issue. You kind of get used to the big um, projector yes, for, for the, the tournament, tournament games. Yep. But I liked that not the tournament games weren't just all playing on the big screen. Yeah. Because of the that, the ring thing and mm-hmm. lots of other stuff. So I don't know. I I actually, if I'm being honest, I'm actually bumping up to a 9.2 mostly because oh, of damn. my wife. Okay. Nice. Does that make sense? That gives it a point bump. It gives yeah. it a whole point bump. I like it. So Cool. Cool, cool. But, well, let me bring the, the question back to you now. What's in your face, Brandon? What you been up to? Oh, man. I've been doing a lot of things. Um, I've played and beat several games, um, which I'm going to give many reviews on here when we get done. Yes, here I'm looking forward to hear those. Um, so I'll give you the, the three things real quick off the top of my head. Um, if you noticed the song that I played at the beginning, you probably don't know why I played it. Um, but I do not. Wrestling fans would know why I played it because CM Punk has returned to wwe and it was a massive ordeal last week when he showed up which was hilarious because he left wrestling because he had big issues with wwe like 10 years ago um tried ufc for a while but was out of the the sport with all this other stuff and then uh aew is another wrestling company that started up several years A&W, ago like the A-E-W. company oh, okay just making sure um he fi- he eventually came back for them two years ago okay but they've had like there were like two massive issues with him there. 
I have opinions on that, but this isn't a wrestling podcast. Um, <laughs> but he left. And everybody thought he had burned every bridge he could with WWE and he would never go back and all this other stuff. Well, so AEW fired him six months ago or three months ago or something like that. And so he uh, he made a joke because, like, the weekend he was fired, he was on a UFC broadcast doing color commentating. And they were like, he's like, well, are you busy? He, and he jokingly, like, goes, I'm not doing anything for the next three months. And in three months, WWE was going to be holding their Survivor Series pay-per-view in Chicago. He's from mm-hmm. Chicago. So it was, like, this whole thing. And the whole the whole pay-per-view goes off, and everyone was like, is he going to be there or not? And I was like, I didn't think he was going to show up because I thought those bridges were beyond repair. And so, like, literally, so when a, any wrestling pay-per-view comes to a close, like, they usually do a wide panning shot, and, like, the, the show credit, not credits, like, the copyright information pops up in the bottom that has, like, the show logo, copyright, you know, all this other stuff, and then it fades to black. It hit this point where you start doing the wide pan out, copyright it, all intents and purposes the show's over and i was like oh it's over and then his music hit which is cult of personality mm-hmm. and the roof went off of this entire building because he's from chicago every chicago show no matter what wrestling organization always cheers for him like they'll interrupt the whole matches just to chant his name because that's what they do that's what they that's do that's how it goes and everybody lost it like even i went no fucking way I was like, holy shit. And I started like, leaning like, I was like, I, cause I would have never thought in a million years. So just cause I'm not as familiar with wrestling, can you give me the elevator pitch of why CM Punk is yes. his name? Why is he, why is he such a big deal? So he came up from, so there's a core group of wrestlers. Indie wrestlers are getting, have blown up. Basically, it used to be you had to, there used to be, Oh God, I have to explain wrestling to you a little bit more. And I know you have experience with wrestling, like barely when you were younger. Barely. Yeah. So wrestling used to be territories. So like New York was WWE. Okay. Basically the Northeast. That's where what used to be WWF. Okay. And they controlled that territory. There was the Southern Territories and the Midwest Territories. Basically, what was Midwest? What was what did we I'd, um there's like two I don't I couldn't okay. tell you. Those are, those right are. off the top of my head. I was wondering where Triple um, B would have been in that. Would have been oh, like <laughs> and what the, catfish. Well, so. it would have been. So what they did is their promoters <laughs> who control the territories. Okay. So like Vince McMahon's father controlled the Northeast. I got you. Okay. And um, like Ted Turner was in the Southeast, like which is it wasn't Ted Turner. It was I think Crockett Promotions is the name of it. But <clears throat> so like and these people would like it was like territorial shit. Like people would infringe if. Other people's wrestlers were showing up wrestling in shows in other territories, okay. and it was a big deal. Well, when WWF blew up in the early 90s and everything, they started buying the territories. Okay. okay. They started purchasing the organizations and you know bringing wrestlers in. And over time, territories went away. But they would have – WWE had like Ohio Valley Wrestling and um, – uh, forgot what the one in Florida was, but basically they were like little, like minor leagues. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so they would train in those before being called up to each individual rank. So yeah. all these big companies have used those routes. Well, <clears throat> that's how they used to bring wrestlers up. Well, kind of like sports. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, eventually those all went away too. Then it was pretty much you had to find a way to break into WWE or um, impact wrestling 
well, WCW no longer exists, but anyways. So what ends up, what ends up happening is indie do, indie promoters pop up, and they just run shows, and they'll travel the country, and they'll they'll pay indie wrestlers, basically people who just do, do it in their their backyard right. or their barn, exactly. And yeah. they'll get they'll go and they'll try out for them, and they'll do other stuff. They go to wrestling schools. Those wrestling schools go to these indie shows. Okay. So, but it got harder. For these indie wrestlers yeah. to just get yeah yeah noticed because you're basically jumping from like you know if in you know I don't know sports as well but it'd be like kind of jumping from like the lower minor leagues to then all up up to the majors basically exactly hundred percent and it's like no because you can, you like it, there's much what's the class below majors I guess like before you um in baseball it'd be like triple A yeah and so it's like that's like and the then thing. double like, A yes exactly a. so right. it's like you could start there it's, and it's like taking on from single right. A. And then but jumping this, all the way up. There you go. Boom. And then like the next I can understand. So, so it was so it was like WWE is what would be considered people who are wrestling fans are gonna hate me for this, would be considered pros. And then you'd have like Impact Ooh. Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Ooh. Um, NWA. Yeah. Um, those were like the minors. Gotcha. And then you had all the indies below okay. that. Well, the WWE kind of swallowed most everything. So it got harder for these indie guys. Well, CM Punk was an indie wrestler that made it up to Ring of Honor, who blew everybody away in Ring of Honor, and made it up to WWE. And he's really good on the microphone, which okay. I think is his biggest thing, is he's a really good talker. And there was a it's moment... Definitely a necessary skill right. in wrestling, for sure. Because there are people in wrestling, if you watch wrestling, they get on there, they get on the mic, and they're boring. Who would else would you say? So, like, the only one, like, The Rock, good on the, good on the mic. Good on the mic. John, John Cena, Cena is amazing good on, on the, good the on mic. The mic. Stone, Cold was, Stone Cold was good on the mic a little bit. Like he couldn't, like he would come out and just be aggressive and yeah. boom, I'm saying my shit. We're doing this. I'm kicking your ass. We're done. Yeah. I'm just telling like the people that I know. Mankind. Right. Not so great on the mic. Okay, he could do, they could do the vignette promos. He was good with those where he was kind of mostly written out a hundred percent and they acted out a, yeah. like a backstage yeah. moment type okay. thing. But, um, Kane probably fantastic. Right. <sighs> I have, I have other issues with Mr. Glenn Jacobs, but anyways, um, I'm only naming the people I know. I know, I know. Yeah. So, but he, there was a moment in wrestling in WWE where this when it where it started blurring the lines and more people understood the behind the screen stuff. Okay, and CM Punk has always been more like let's pull back the curtain about it. Like, and he'll he'll get on there and he'll stop. Kind of like breaking the fourth wall type 100%. thing. A hundred percent. Okay. Like the so so this is he's the dead. So you know who Triple H is, of, right? Yeah, yeah, I know who Triple H is. So his H's. name is Paul Levesque. Okay. Like they're one of the, an early promo of him in WWE, he's always butted heads with Triple H. Well, he in the middle of a promo got really like angry and people didn't know if it was real or not. And he goes, Well, I'll tell you what, Paul. And just like broke, like basically ripped away the whole Yeah. And like you could see Triple H get really pissed really quick. Right, because like, that's like, like a no no. Hey, that would be what like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that'd be like in and you know, you're doing a show like a movie, it'd be like that'd be like a cut. Yeah. But they can't cut. Yeah. And so and then there's like there's there's a clip of him calling the rock Dwayne. Yeah. Like, oh you're gonna call Dwayne? You know, like so he's always kind of had this, but he's really good on the microphone. Gotcha. And he's a really good wrestler. Um people don't think some people his arguments are if he's like really that good at wrestling, but I think he's pretty good at wrestling. So sure, I but he you. had a lot of, he got burnt. So in the literally, you have 365 days a year. There was a point where WWE was on the road, 340 days. It's a lot of days. And the guys were getting hurt, getting burnt out. You know what I mean? There was a lot of health stuff going. Sounds on. Sounds like somebody like CM Punk would maybe talk about that a little bit. So what happened was he he was not in a great place. 
Yeah. He was, and there was a big ordeal where he was supposed to headline WrestleMania, which is like the biggest wrestling event of the year. And they gave it to somebody else internally. And he felt he was the one that should have been headlining WrestleMania. And everyone who watched wrestling at the time was like, why is he not headlining WrestleMania? And he basically just hit a point where he's like, I'm done. And he walked out and he quit. And then he went on a podcast and he torched the company. And basically it got really ugly to where WWE sued him. Oh, geez. Uh, There was a huge lawsuit that lasted for several years between him and the guy whose podcast he was on and WWE. Oh, my gosh. And then that whole lawsuit. Do we need to be careful? No. Okay. That whole lawsuit even destroyed his relationship with the guy whose podcast he was on, who was his best friend for years. Oh, man. Anyways. But so when he came back to AEW, it was a massive ordeal because everybody's he's always been so loved by fans. So that's why it was as big as it was. That was a long elevator. It very was. But I realized as soon as you started talking, I opened a big can. You you really did, and it was. I was like, I was like, explain this. I was like, Um, friends, we're just gonna sit here for a moment and listen about. That's why. That's why I played that. Yeah. Um, I've been playing. um, I don't know. I can't talk about that. I signed an NDA. I'll tell you about that afterwards. Um, You know what it is because I posted it in the thing. I will tell you this. Yeah. Okay. I, we'll I've talk only, about it later. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Anyway. No impressions if you sign an NDA. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing that tonight. I've been playing um, MLB The Show almost every night. Sounds like it. Just kind of like just to chill out, relax. And um, I haven't really done much of anything else. Well, good. It's kind um, of just been a very Has it been nice? Chill thing. You've been enjoying it? It's, I'm in my busy season at work, yeah. so it's I, very I know much you're a, that a, kind a of wall. A, it's just, it's all yeah. blind. I so. should hit you up. With, you know, you and I need to go take some walks or something and yeah, just get out. go to lunch or... Go to lunch, for any, sure. I actually thought about you today. I've got a lot of random stuff, as you might imagine, that I got to have to work on. Um, so I'm kind of in, that, in between that. Is but your personality? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Did she give you a list? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, she? so... <laughs> we're done. We'll not. We're, we're we'll not touch just, the topic right, right. again. All right. I don't want to get sued. Um, all right. So that's that's about it. Okay. Um, but something I have done is I have played three games this year. Give them to me. That I'm going to give you my three reviews on. I, I played more. Real quick. I delved into Inscription a little more. Like yeah. hard, hardcore yeah. dove into it. To where I'm almost beat the actual game. I don't know if you know what that means. I do. But like. What do you think? I love that game. Good. I, I like fell into it. I picked a Saturday and I was just like, I'm going to play some more of this. And I didn't get up from my, this a couple weeks ago. It was You're just, welcome. Yeah. It's a game I thought but you then I would But then I was telling somebody why I played it. And I was like, Sam hasn't given me a game that I need to play this year. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why he hasn't. I was going to tell you. Maybe tonight. he's been busy. I was going to tell you. All right. I'm going to start working Find on a that. game on Steam that you want. Okay. Because it's been a PC game. Yes, it has. Every time. All so. right. Anyways. I'm going to give you three quick reviews of Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3. Ooh. What did you think it was? I didn't know you did Baldur's Gate 3. I you're, you're saying I, have, I haven't beaten it. I know, but you, you said you hadn't dived into it last time we talked, so I'm oh, kind of surprised. So I'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Spider-Man 2. Okay. I'm going to go Spider-Man 2 first. If you liked the first game, you're going to absolutely love the second game. It's exactly everything I wanted. And a little bit more. Great. And it is a phenomenal game. I do not think it's game of the year. But, and I don't think it's a 10. Yeah. I don't think it's a 9. It might be a high 8. Yeah. Okay. But having said that, I'll say 
this is going to be a weird analogy, and I don't know if anybody's going to understand this. I'm a massive Garth Brooks fan. I think George Strait is better than Garth Brooks, but I would rather listen to Garth Brooks. But it's because of a lot of stuff and emotional stuff wrapped into it. I get that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So there's so much going on with Spider-Man with me as a person that makes that game so freaking fun and amazing. But it's nice that you can see past that those like Correct. personal type, you know, objective type thing or subjective things and look like, well, there's probably what I, something I have played is better than this. And or there's something. And like I will that. tell you this, because I think you and I talked about this enough. I beat the game, I platinumed it, and then all I wanted to do was keep playing it. Yeah. To where I literally just kept doing like crimes. And yeah. like I think you well, everyone Spider-Man. in my family at some Spider-Man. point went, I thought you beat this. Well, and I went, I have beaten this. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, there's like the truth of the matter. It's like, you want to swing around like Spider-Man. I don't know that you want Spider-Man's life. And I'm literally looking forward to New Game Plus whenever cool. when they release it. And then I hope there's a DLC. Very cool. So, um, Starfield. I started this game, and it very quickly became a standard Bethesda game for me. And I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm going. I see why this is fun. I unfortunately had spoiled for me what the twist is for the way the game ends, but I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, then I got all the way up to where I'm like, I'm doing all the side quests and everything else, and we're in something like Oblivion or Skyrim or Fallout 3 where I was like, I just want to keep playing. I hit a point where I'm like, oh. Kind of hit your wall. Yeah. And said, hey, there's I've, I've opened it a couple times. But I'm just. What do you What do you think is not kind of drawing you into it as much? I don't know because the gunplay is fun. It's not bad. Um, it has all the Bethesda stuff. There's some really cool side quests that I've like really thought were really good and well crafted and well done. That I thought like I was like that was creative and they they handled it really good and it worked. And the game hasn't really been buggy. I've had like two or three issues, and I only have one broken quest I can't do that they're actively aware of. I think my biggest problem is they haven't done shit. They haven't, they have, they've released one update, and that was right after it came out. They haven't released anything else since. Yeah. They have, they've talked about there being like add on stuff yeah. and all this other stuff. So I think, I don't know. Can I, can I pose a question or a thought and kind of just see how you feel about this? Is it is there any possibility because you, there's so many planets, there's so many places to go to, but whenever you you know are going on a quest or doing things, you're really kind of going to a place. And I haven't played it as much. I've played a little bit, but like in like a Skyrim or Fallout, you're kind of exploring and finding things in a world and not like having this massive universe that there's planets that have nothing. And right. you're gonna go there and there's gonna be nothing. I think that is a large part of it. Cause you there's something to be said for in one of those other games where you, you just start walking. Yes, and exactly. And you encounter things. And it's seamless. Whereas in this, it's you, you pull yourself out and then throw yourself back in. That's what I'm wondering. Because that is there a possibility that's kind of causing some of the it is causing, struggle of like pulling, holding you or your attention. Yes, I think that is part of the problem. Okay. Is, and the variety of things you can actually do. Other than the, the large-scale side quests... The variety of things you just encounter for no freaking reason, eh? They're they not. They don't drive you. They're not much. holding my attention. So, gotcha. um, it, I do think it's a good game. 
Um, it was not nominated for Game of the Year, yeah. and there were a lot of people pissed off about that, but I, I understood fair. it 100%. So basically, Starfield took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> it took an arrow to the knee, which there's a <laughs> reference to that. <laughs> yeah, about being an adventurer. Yeah, I was an adventurer once. Yeah, it's probably not good to get into that or some like little. Right. It was an in passing thing, right, and I went. Right. I heard that. Yeah, I that. you knew what that was. Um, Baldur's Gate three. So here's you didn't give a uh, Starfield a, a, um, a score. Mid sevens. I think that's fair. That seems fair. And it's not a bad game. Yeah, like that, I'm not saying that. It's just not. No, sevens not a mid sevens no. isn't a bad score. Um, so Baldur's Gate three. So I said I hadn't delved into it. I put about fifteen hours into Baldur's Gate three on the PC before it came out on PlayStation. It came out on PlayStation the same time Starfield came out. And then I got lost in Starfield, and I haven't gone back to it on the PlayStation. And then until recently, where I went back into it again, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting back into this. But I'm doing it in, like, little waves. Mm -hmm. Because, like, but the thing is, it is just so good. Every time I pick up the controller, I forget what I'm doing. A right, the time, oh, nice. you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And for people who like RPGs and the elements of RPGs that have been, it's just been, I've, I can't imagine any game being better than this this year. Yeah. That's my thing. And your score right now, if you scored it based off what you played? Based off of just what I've played. And I've restarted the game twice because of my own, like, Oh. OCD. Oh, very much. Very yeah. much my own OCD. And here's the thing. You can restart this game however many times you want, and you can play it differently from the beginning. Gotcha. Because of how massive it is and how not only how much freedom you have to do whatever you want, but how they've literally feel. I literally feel like they've thought of every scenario you can think of and ways you can talk to somebody or ways you can do, you know, interact with somebody. If you have different people with you when you go to do a thing compared to when you did it before, there's just so much happening there that um, I nine. Gotcha. Cool. And that's going to go up. Gotcha. So I forgot one thing that I have played that okay. I should probably mention. Okay. Super Mario Wonder. Oh. Because I have played it and beat it completely. Um, and I will say, like, the wonder element of it is a, is a lot of fun to kind of be like, what's going to happen when I find right. this? What's going to be the little, like, twist on, like, how things go? Um, I feel like it fell a little flatter as I got into later levels. Things felt like they were a little bit more repetitive. And I was like, I've seen this. I've seen this gimmick. This isn't right. as much of a surprise. Um, and then the, the difficulty, I, I talked with you about this a little bit. I was kind of like... Huh, I, it's not challenging me as an experienced Mario player right. all that much um, to the point where I'm like, man, this is hard. And so I was a little surprised by that. Um, but that's okay. I'd probably rank it at about an eight. About an eight. So, yep. Well, we're looking forward to playing it after we get yeah. it for Christmas. Yeah. It, once again, not a bad game. Not a bad game. Just a, I was expecting maybe a little bit more surprises. And I felt kind of like, wow, that was not, I kind of, yeah. I expected it to go one direction. It seemed to kind of follow the same path. Yep. To say the least. Gotcha. Well, Sam, this is going to release on like the 4th or the 5th, which means this Friday yeah. is the Game Awards. Yeah. It does. This is on the 8th, isn't it? <sighs> so we've, and it's been a while since we've had a pho bet. Yes, so it has. I need, me, I need me some pho. I just, yeah, I just need to eat some pho. I don't Who doesn't? Care. Well, and it's, I will say the weather has been kind of not cooperating as much for you know, going and enjoying it as much because I do like going when it's like so cold out that you're just like, oh, warm me from the inside out. 
But it's going to get colder again, it looks like. Oh, man, it's kind of sick. It's kind of wild. 40. Oh, it's Thursday. 60s? It's Thursday night. It's okay. on the 7th. All, All right. right. Sir, this is for some fun. I'm pho. ready. All right. This is for fun. Starting. So, I re- so as in years past, I've completely eliminated the esports stuff. Okay. So, Smart. Um, I've thought about removing content creator of the year, but it's fun because I don't even know them, and I think it's so just more just of a fun little guess. thing. So, yeah. uh, content creator of the year: um, Iron Mouse, People Make Games, Quackity, <laughs> Spring, and Cipher PK. So I actually know who two of those people are. Oh, nice. I'm going with Quackity just because I like Quackity. Playing. Yeah. I'm going with um, People Make Games. Oh, that would have been my next choice too. Most anticipated game, which I always find this hilarious. Um, I'm actually going to have two questions here for you. So here, here are the most anticipated games. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, Tekken 8. Who do you think will win? And I'm pretty sure this one's voted on by fans. Man, Hades 2. That's who you think will I win? I think Hades 2 is going to win. So... My problem is because of fan voting, it makes me want to automatically say Star Wars. Really? You think just based on that, man? But Hades was so big. I'm, I'm going to go with Star Wars just to keep okay. it separate. But I think that's smart. Now, I having mean, said that, what's your most anticipated the game on that list? Probably Hades, Hades too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like so stoked. Yeah. For that's the kind of the thing is because that's immediately as soon as you said that, that's what I like grasped onto and it's like the other ones like yes star wars is a known quantity and is exciting and what i've seen has been like that's not too bad but hades man hades like just blew up their formula they they, they nailed the formula they did um best multiplayer game presented by discord um baldur's gate 3 diablo 4 party animals street fighter 6 super mario brothers wonder i'm gonna say baldur's gate 3 really what was what was it best what Multiplayer. Actually, gosh, that's tough, though. I haven't played Baldur's Gate with anybody. Well, and so I, I say, don't know. I, kind of throwing that in there seems like, I don't know. I don't really love that they have a game like that. I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to say Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Read it, Read them off to me again. Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Street Fighter Six, Party Animals, Diablo 4, Baldur's Gate. I don't know. I just know Baldur's Gate took the world... By storm, right, and so I'm like, it's, that it's, I mean, it's a safe. Just all right, I'm just name. gonna go there just to also be, you know, separate. And okay. different. I think Mario Wonder might take it. Best sports slash racing: EA Sports, uh, Football Club, F123, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed Two, or the Crew Motorfest. I'm gonna go with Forza. I think it'll. I think I'm actually going to go with you on that one. Yeah, even though I'm not super sure because the reviews and everything were kind of middling, but I I don't know. Um, best sim strategy game: Advanced Wars One Two Reboot Camp, City Skyline Two, Company of Heroes Three, Fire Emblem Engage, or Pikmin Four. Pikmin's a sim game. That's funny. Strategy sim slash strategy. strategy. Uh, I may go with uh, City Skylines Two. I am going to go with Pikmin 4. Hmm. Interesting choice. Let's see if it pays off. (laughs) Bold move, Cotton. I know. Um, Best family game, Disney Illusion Island. I have no clue what that is. (laughs) I've never even heard of that. Don't dive into it, Brandon. Um, Party Animals, 
Pikmin 4, Super Sonic, no, Sonic Superstars, Super Mario Brother Wonder. Wonder for me. Same. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't. Don't don't fight against it. No. Nope. <laughs> speaking just, speaking of best give, fighting game, yeah, uh, God of Rock, um, Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, Pocket Bravery. I don't know what that is. Um, Street Fighter Six. Uh, I'm gonna go with Street Fighter Six. Man, people are really mad about Mortal Kombat. I know. <laughs> And I mean, I think it's... I'm going to go with Street Fighter 2. I was going to say, I think it's a possibility to win it, but... The, it, like it, but it's all like... It's about like the the DL or the... Um, yeah, the DLC stuff. Yeah, and the buying stuff. Pain, just yeah. Like, yeah, just the buying. Which I always think is like, you don't have to. I know. It makes no difference. Um, best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy XV 16. <laughs> it's like, what, what are we on now? Liza P, Sea of Stars, Starfield. Uh, that'll be um, Boulder's Gate 3. Same. Problem is, we're going to hit a point where that's going to be in a lot of these, and we're both going to be in. Maybe. Best action adventure game. Alan uh-huh. Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, uh, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh, probably Zelda. I'm going to go Alan Wake. <laughs> it's hard right. for me there, because I, I understand the fan love that is Zelda in all things. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Best action game, which I don't know why there's best action game and then best action adventure game. <laughs> Somebody explain that to me. I don't know. Uh, best action game, Remnant 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Ghost Runner 2, Dead Island, Armored Core 6. My gosh, I don't like barely know any of those I'm going games. with Armored Core 6. You didn't play Hi-Fi Rush? Oh, I did play Hi-Fi okay. Rush. Okay. That's the one where the guys you got to go on beat with the yeah, fighting and stuff like game. that. Oh gosh, I might I'm gonna go with High Five Rush just because that's the one I played. Even though I think you might you might take it with Armored Core. With Armored Core, yeah. Um, best VR game. Ooh, okay. Gran Turismo Seven, Humanity, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Resident Evil Village, Synapse. I'm go with Village. I kind of want to go with Village too, but I don't want to pick the same thing as you. You can pick the same thing. Sometimes it's you know the safe bet. Yeah, I I, I really do think it's going to win. Yeah, because if you had chose it, I would have chose it. Right. Like if you'd gone sure first. <laughs> Best mobile game: Final Fantasy VII, Ever Crisis, Hon- Honkai Star Rail, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, <laughs> Monster Hunter Now, Terra Nil. I'm gonna go with Monster Hunter Now. I think those games are huge. I'm gonna go with Honkai Star Rail. Yeah, you should. Um, you honk that star, that baby. <laughs> yeah, I know how much you like to honk stars. All right, so uh, the next two, you and I are gonna. I want to have a. Uh, I guess it's not the next one. It's the one after. Best debut indie game: Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Viewfinder, Vindba. I'm going to go with Cocoon, because I don't really know many of those, but I've heard people mention Cocoon. I'm going to go with Viewfinder. So now, here's here's my one thing I wanted to have a little mini conversation with you about. Right. Best indie game, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder. Sam, define indie game for me. A small developer, basically, you know, working on a small game. So it's an actual thing, not an aesthetic yeah. 
Okay. Dave the Diver was made by one of the biggest companies in gaming. By one of their offshoots. But they had all the funding in the world available to do whatever they want. And people are legitimately pissed off that it's under best independent game. They're not arguing it's a good game. Right. But people They're are just saying but the, the argument now happening is what defi- of it is what defines an indie game. And everyone's like, well, it's kind of like the the pixelated, like, you know, like it looks like no, it's uh, no, no. You know, is that a th- aesthetic? Like Celeste. Or no, because then you could argue like Mario is an indie game, you know, because it's like you're basically one hundred percent, right? Right. That makes sense. You could just say, I mean, look at you know, the just re released Super Mario RPG and you can say, Well, that's an indie game because you know, you can flip through views and I'm just like, No. That's a huge publisher. Like, no, I right. don't buy that. So I at first was like, I've heard a lot about Dave the Diver, and I knew it had a lot of, you know, behind it. And then when I heard that it was, like, made from a multi-million dollar studio that does that this stuff, like, it, it was like, no, an indie game isn't made by somebody that has all the money backing them that they need. It's made by 10 people in an office who toiled away for t- right, exactly. 20 that, hours That's a how day. I see it. That's what that's I, an indie game. Yeah, that they're like, if this doesn't hit, we're going under. <laughs> that, made a, that made a game that was so good that like they, they got bought by a big exactly. company and all that other stuff. Anyways, I just wanted to get my... I guess I'll go with Dave the Diver. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, what's gonna, is, that's my fear of what's going to happen. Right. Is that what you're going to go with? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Now I, that you've given me that information. I, I'm going to go with Viewfinder. <laughs> okay. Have you, do you know what Viewfinder is? Mm-mm. Look that up later. Okay. Um, best community support, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, No Man's Sky. Ooh, gosh dang, those are rough ones. I'm going with No Man's Sky because I am devoted to Hello Games. I'm going to go with Cyberpunk because they've had kind of a good run here. Dude, I've... I've I'm wanting to restart that and get the DLC. Yeah. I played, I was playing some of the newer updated stuff like about a month ago. I went like right after the patch release, the 2.0. Oh man, they've done a lot of stuff on that game. I think that's kind of what my thought is, is that they're like, can you you even put the work in there? And so I think it's more in the zeitgeist. They've definitely no man skied Cyberpunk. Um, Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Fortnite. Yeah, sure. Fortnite. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Genshin. Man, that was gonna be my next choice. It's it's kind of like, I feel like it's six of one, if I mean hundred yeah. percent honest. Um Games for Impact. Um a Space for the Unbound Chant. Yo, what kid. was that? Um Chance of Sonar, Goodbye Volcano High, uh Chia. Tchia, T-C-H-I-A was that PlayStation game that little, you're, you're hearing that, right? Mm-hmm. My television no, is here. Okay. Yeah. Um, Terra Nil and Venba. I'm going to go with, um, what was the one before Chia? Volcano High, Goodbye. Goodbye, Volcano. I like that name. I was kind of thinking of that, too. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with Chia. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool name, too. Innovation of in, Innovation in Accessibility, Diablo 4. Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6. Gosh, I don't know, because I don't know. I guess Spider-Man 2, I don't know. Does it have good accessibility options? I, the la- every, Pretty much every 
PlayStation exclusive that's released lately. They've, and been they've like, nailed it. They've been so, nailed yeah, it. I'll go with that. Um, that's kind of what I'm basing it off of. I'll go Hi-Fi Rush. Mm, interesting choice. Best performance. Ben Starr in Final Fantasy. Cameron Monaghan in Star Wars um, Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba in Cyberpunk. Melanie Libbard in um, Alan Wake 2. Neil Newborn, Neil Bond in Baldur's Gate 3. Or Yuri Lowenthal, who plays Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2. I'll go with Idris Elba. I am going to go with Neil Newbun from Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. Best audio design, Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Uh, I'm going to go with Dead Space. I'm going to go with Alan Wake. On our last page, here we go. Moving right best, along. Best score and music: Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Hi-Fi Rush, Legend of Zelda. Ooh, man! You want to pick Zelda, don't you? I well, I didn't. I wanted to pick. Did you, um, did you get to play that through? The new Zelda. Tears, Tears of King no, King? Okay. no. I did wanted to until Hi-Fi Rush came up, and that has an excellent soundtrack it's, it's very good i'm gonna go with hi-fi rush like it's incredible i actually got some of their songs because i was like i love these this music i'm gonna go with zelda since you didn't take it <laughs> i know it was one of those until no, it's those were the two that i was like yeah I, I i i feel like you know either one's right best art direction alan wake 2 hi-fi rush lies of p mario brothers wonder zelda tears of the kingdom damn oh i'm gonna go with zelda so am i Best narrative, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk, um, Phantom Liberty, mm. um, Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man 2. I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3, just because I've heard people say it's bananas. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, same. I was thinking of Alan Wake 2. Best adaptation, okay. Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo movie, The Last of Us show, mm. Super Mario Brothers movie. Twisted Metal, the show. Oh, man. I'm going to go with The Last of Us show. I kind of wish I'd, if I'd seen the... Um, Twisted Metal's pretty good. Then I was kind of wondered, like... But I, it's it's not The Last of Us okay. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got Pedro Pascal, too, so I mean, come right. on. Best game direction. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario's Brother, Wonder, or Legend of Zelda. Oh, my gosh. Those are all bangers. They're all awesome. Um, read them to me one more time. Alan Wake two, okay. Baldur's Gate three, Spider Man two, um, Mario Wonder, Legend of Zelda. Oh my gosh! Can I just pick them all? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you cannot. Best game direction. Direction. Oh man, I'll go with Zelda. I think I am going to go with Alan Wake. Oh wow! That I, I think if I knew more about Alan Wake, I might pick it more. But I just have no idea. Sam, game of the year, two thousand twenty-three. <sighs> Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Spider-Man two, Resident Evil four, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Question: Should Resident Evil four is a shot-for-shot shot remake? Yeah, that should, should it be, be on no, there? Okay. It should be off. Okay, I'm, I'm just, not even considering I'm just, it. I'm, I'm just, not even. Con- I'm just curious what your opinion is. Yeah, I'm not even considering it because I'm just like, no, like it's it's been around. There's like three other games I can think of. I'm gonna go with Baldur's Gate 
three, I think. I am I am as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to win it all. I, d- I can't see a world where that doesn't win. I yeah. just, I really can't. <laughs> I mean, I think Zelda could edge it out, maybe. But I also, I don't know. It, I mean, just the way like people talked about it and are still talking about it when they're just like, oh, man, look at the way this works. So you and I have had a couple of small conversations about um, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So I have a question. If you never had any history leading up to and Breath of the Wild was the first ever Zelda game, yeah, would people still have liked it as much as they did if they didn't have the nostalgia behind it? Oh, man, that's an excellent question. Because you and I talked about this. I didn't. I DNF'd yeah. Breath of the Wild for years before I finally just went, I'm just going to go ahead and beat it. Oh, man. Like, if it was a brand new IP or something, yes. like it came out as what it was. <sighs> which is Which leads into my follow-up question. If that was the case, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, would it also be as big as it is no i mean that would be the case like because i think it'd be like spider-man and spider-man 2 right really good game but maybe not right it doesn't elevate it to the level it does and i think with like if it was if that was the first without the nostalgia in there oh gosh i don't know like i mean some of the, the ideas that it introduced of like being able to climb anything and, you know, kind of like the energy bars and things like right. that, I think people would be like, wow, really? Like, this is really cool. This is unique. And, you know, kind of nothing. But I, I don't think that it would. But it was that earth shattering? Or like, no, I don't think I, I don't think it would have hit as much had it not been Zelda. I think it would have been like, oh, this is kind of cool. Which I know there, I know Tears of the Kingdom has a lot of love, but I feel like a lot of the Tears of the Kingdom love yeah. is rooted in the history and nostalgia well, of Zelda. So and let me just the nice the funny thing is is then like Genshin Impact is kind of like a hey here's the same idea but it's not revered as much as Zelda, right? right. Am I correct? With, with well I mean nothing is, is is revered as much as Zelda. Right. But Genshin has its own massive but it's also more of an MMO. Right. And that's the thing it's it's a different type of game that has a following of a different type of reason right. and doesn't have all the history behind it. But people follow it because of the MMO and like right. you know all these skins and all these things yeah. that people can do that they're like oh whatever. But like it's not like you're like oh I remember this from Zelda if you hit a chicken and it goes crazy and they attack. Right. Like you don't have that with it, you know, built over the years of service that you know Zelda has been been around. I don't think it would have had much of an impact. I think it would be one of those games that came out that people are like, wow, this is really cool. I'm interested to see what it does next time around. Um, yeah, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Didn't mean to blow your world up. It was just more of a question. No. And I think that people would have harped a lot more on the breaking weapons. They'd have been like, this is bullshit. Oh, I think they would have been like, this is They probably would have been more like I was with it. Like, this is literally, you should not be able to break the Master Sword. Yeah. You're like people as a Zelda fan, you shouldn't be able to break yeah. the Master Sword. And people would have been like, This this part of the game sucks eight out of ten. You know, they'd have been like, no. everything else, the ideas are great and fun, but like this is just like it slows the game down unnecessarily. So Okay. Thank you for answering that. That's how I feel. Uh so send your hate mail to <laughs> I can't do that. Anyways. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air what I was going to say. You should play one of, like, a, what's the like the opening of the chest? Play the sad version of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's kind of like the sad harmonica of Jurassic Park. Um, in all serious, it's bspod at psainc.com. There you go. If you go. would like to send us email, fan mail, hate, hate mail. mail. Yeah. 
We'll be here for it. If you would like personal pictures of Sam. <laughs> exactly. I'll send you out my profile. We need help with that Bumble profile <laughs> later on down the line. <laughs> Or ChristianMingle.com or Only Farmers? Or, or <laughs> yeah, please that Only Farmers. That's what I'm going to go to. <laughs> I have been lived on a farm, and I did oh, bottle see? feed cows. And you and are very much an outdoorsy person. I love the outdoors. I, I love the outdoors. They have been my sanctuary a little bit. Sam Spangler is 41 years old. Oh, my gosh. All right, all right, all right. Gorgeous scruff. Let's stop. Let's stop. We're not getting one. into that. We're not getting into that. So. 215 pounds. You're pretty close. 210. 210? Yeah. So gorgeous. But I, I don't know why I'm actually like playing actually for this. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, everybody, <laughs> thanks for joining the podcast. A little bit late, but you know, yes. I'm not the host, but I am well, the. So, and we're, we will try and maybe do the follow up of going over winners before yes. the end of the year. Because we need some fun. We, we need some fuck. We're really going to just record the next one so we know who, who pays for yeah, the fuck. Yeah, you better believe it. Yep. Sam, as always, it's good to see you. Good to see you too, my friend. And everybody, as always, enjoy your games.